Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Oh, I'm I'm lost in next door. Amazing. What an app, man. What an app indeed. Somebody posted complaining because their neighbor keeps parking in front of their house. Interesting. Just in front of their house. That seems good. It's not, it's not allowed, apparently. Um, surprise, we're recording in the same location for the first time in, like, what, over a year? Yeah, it's been some time. I think the last time we were physically in the same place for anything was the end of the Shadow streams last summer. Oh, for the, the podcast things, not just in general in life. <laughs> also that. <laughs> But here we are. Um, Oliver seems to be determined to cause trouble, so I have this bowl of cat toys that I might have to wind up throwing at various points throughout the episode, and he's trying to do it right now. <laughs> Don't you dare. There's also the bag rattling. If I catch him off guard with it, I think it does the job. Stop. Oh, he's... Oh. Ooh, what's that sound? He's such an asshole. Um, anyway. I actually do have things planned for today, even though I've never wound up writing them down in the document oh, because we're here in the same place and I have no need to. Okay. The thing I want to start with is something that kind of came up while we were watching Oliver Stop It. <laughs> A thing that kind of came up while we were watching Clue last night. What movies do you think were the most fun to like to film to be on set for what would you have liked to join in on oh man i don't i feel like that's so true of most like of the best comedic films you're so right like clue obviously that sounds like a blast although it is so depressing when i remember that apparently he just well, yanked out our lights but out the camera right so no <laughs> so i think we're good Maybe that's the downside of startling them with the bag. <laughs> no, we're still going. Ah. Come on. Hey. You knock it off, kid. And he moved the camera. Amazing. Oh my goodness. You are such a problem. I will lock you in the bedroom if I have to. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're getting locked. That was like slow motion. This is the face of a criminal. Say hello to it. Because he's gone. I like how he so slowly and carefully started to bite toward the cord. 
And maybe locking him in the bedroom is a terrible idea because there's things in there that he could get into. But marginally less of a problem. As long as he's not chewing electrical cords that could electrocute him. Yeah, I'm gonna say off. that it's fine. Yeah. He might off. start screaming, we'll find out. But no. What movies would we like right, to have right, been right, on right. set for? Right. Oh man. I always have trouble generating them. Like when I sit down and think the first things I always think about are like my favorite movies, like any Monty Python movie. Oh absolutely that would be Here's the thing I hate knowing. I hate knowing that it kind of sucked to film the Rocky Horror Picture Show because they were in like this old castle with no heat in the middle of winter, like having to like get thrown into a pool. And like I want the filming of that to be so much fun. Yeah. And like I feel like if I was kind of in that situation I'd like try to have a little fun with it, but like it kind of sounds like it might have sucked a little bit. <laughs> Which is really disappointing because what an iconic piece of cinema. <laughs> okay, Laszlo. <laughs> yeah, and that's why it's sort of like risky, I guess, to like know the story behind things, yeah. you know? Because it could be like, oh yeah, they're all actually best friends and they have the best time. And it's like, that makes me enjoy it more. Mm -hmm. Or it could be like, no, they all hated each other or they were miserable and you're like, oh. You know what I think would have been absolutely delightful to film just because I know that like it was all the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Mm. Because they filmed every single one of them back to back over the course of like three years or something. I feel like that would have just been so great to just go shack up in New Zealand for however long that it took to film. Like, you are, and like as an actor, especially if you're like maybe someone who's a little like, what's his face? Sean Astin? Yes. Who's like, perhaps not A list, shall we say. Love Sean Astin. Yeah. But like, if you're someone like that who maybe isn't A list, you just got. You get just got paid for however many years. Yeah. Like, that sounds amazing. Yeah, well, I doubt that Goonies money held out. <laughs> Which is so tragic, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just like anywhere like where like you get to sit down and do something forever with like a bunch of people that you're like gonna wind up really close to because yeah. of the circumstances. It's like, oh man, that sounds like it would have been a great time. Yeah, they're like besties still. I know! <laughs> It'd be like a, a really long adult summer camp. Like, that is, and I'm probably so wrong, like, I'm pro like I'm probably just romanticizing the notion of, like, being on set for something, but, like, God, doesn't it sound fun? It does. I mean, especially in a place like New Zealand. Oh my god, just... I know. Adult summer camp. I feel like that's such a good way to describe it. God, I wish that were me. Why isn't there adult summer camp? I would pay good money for that experience. There are. There was some... I can't remember what it was called. Some program that had popped up on a random online ad for me where it basically is an adult summer camp and you go and there's like obstacle courses and stuff. <gasps> yeah. And I looked into it. it was, I mean, it's kind of pricey, but I was like, adult that could be cool. <gasps> it's a thing, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it exists. Amazing. <laughs> Incredible. I am going to be filing that away for later research. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Dig into. But yes, I would love to have been involved in the filming of The Lord of the Rings. That sounded like it was a great time. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of, um, like, campy horror movies would be fun, too. Oh, God, yeah. Like, some super, like, low-budget, like, buckets of blood horror movie. Yeah. Or, like, some, maybe, like, a found footage. Yeah. I think that would be really fun because you're kind of more intimately involved in the actual, like, filming process of it. Or at least that would be more fun for me, especially because I have my own janky little setup. Can you hear him screaming? Scream. 
but I have my own <laughs> I have my own janky little setup that might lend itself well to the kind of found footage horror film, so mm -hmm. I could also contribute in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about even like or we watched the blob for the stream oh my last God. year. That seems like it would have been like, a good time. Yeah, that would have been so fun. It's like trying to pretend to be scared, especially if you were doing something like that these days, because it would probably just be like a dude wearing spandex with tennis balls on it, mm -hmm. you know, kind of thing, but pretending to be scared of it. Although, I don't know about the dude wearing tennis balls for like a smaller budget, like indie horror film. Oh, like, yeah, there yeah. seems to be a kind of pride taken in those circles, in like we're doing everything that we can with practicals, yeah. like, or everything possible that we can with, like, practical effects before we start, like, adding things in digitally. Like, even that, well, what did Zach and I watch that one time? That rubber. I was, that's what I was waiting to say, it was rubber. <laughs> About, like, a tire. That was super low budget, but, like, they tried to do everything they could have it actually be on camera instead of just edited in afterwards. The second you said indie films, I was like, rubber. Wouldn't that have been so fun to do? Oh my god, I know. Yes. That sounds like a great time. Ugh. I love that movie. I genuinely might rewatch that because it was oh, a yeah, surprisingly no, good time. Yeah, I, I, I do really want to rewatch it. There's a lot of ridiculous movies where I just think that like you had to have been having such a blast. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think the sillier it is, the more fun it probably would have been to film. Which is why it seems like, again, Clue. Huh. Yeah. I just want to run around. I, I would love to run around a mansion like that <laughs> as part of a film. I mean, literally run. Mm -hmm. a lot of running in that movie. Love that movie so much. And I've said before on the podcast that I think Clue would lend itself fantastically to being adapted into a musical, but I don't have songwriting talent, so someone else is going to have to take over on that. Oh, I was just thinking about adapting it into a Muppets movie. Probably because we watched Muppet Treasure Island. Because we watched Muppet Treasure Island. Any Muppet movie but yeah, that's sounds the, that's like a blast. It would, but would you prefer to be, like, the human or work in one of the puppets? I feel like there's such potential for both. Yeah. Is the problem. Cause like, the puppet thing seems like so much fun, but then also being the person to interact with the puppets. Playing it straight. And that's the thing, would you play it straight or would you like, cause like, we are talking about this. Yeah. I think for, for your performance to work in a Muppet movie, you either have to essentially be a Muppet yourself, Tim Curry in Muppet Treasure Island, or you have to play it completely straight, like Michael Caine in uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah. Which would you go with? Man, I, I honestly don't know. I just changed my mind like twice in those few seconds. I'm doing the exact same thing right now. Because like I could imagine doing like the Michael Caine thing being really fun because you're just like, this is so serious, and so it's going to be hilarious, you know? Yeah. But it could also just be so fun to be ridiculous, like Tim Curry, the way he does his like laugh and oh my god, when I he love throws Muppet his head back. Of, oh, oh. You know, I love Tim Curry so much. Muppet Treasure Island is like one of his better his, his better performances in my personal yeah. opinion. No, I love yeah, it's so hard to decide though. Yeah, honestly, because mm. I think like leaning in on the ridiculous would again just be so fun and so freeing. But, like, Muppet Christmas Carol would not be what it is if Sir Michael Caine hadn't said, I am going to play this like I am with the Royal Shakespeare Company. Yes, yes. It's such a tough choice. Yeah. I guess it would depend on what I was doing. Like, what I was perhaps the one human in. Mm. Like, if it was, like... Hmm. Like, if it's, like, a Muppet... I mean, they're all kind of musicals, but if it's, like... 
kind of like a classic literature adaptation like Muppet Christmas Carol, I might try and go com like play it completely straight like yeah. that. But if this is like a Muppet Treasure Island Muppets Take Manhattan, I'd just get real goofy with it. Muppet Treasure Island is technically based on a classic book. You're right. You're so right. I think it's maybe dependent on the character because like Ebenezer Scrooge, Scrooge has to be like a serious character, you yeah. know, otherwise his uh, Scroogeiness doesn't come across. Versus if you're playing Long Dawn Silver. You can definitely get jiggy with it. You can it. really ham it up. I want Muppet, again, this would have to be more than a movie, this would have to be a series. I want Muppet War and Peace so bad, and I want Pierre Bezukov to be the only human. We, were, we don't really get those like Muppet adaptations these days. And we were talking about how it would probably suck these days. Yeah. Because they would... So jokes. They would like try to make it more... <gasps> One of my friends, Lily, is like a massive Muppet nerd, and there was apparently like one of the reasons that Kermit has a new voice actor, because like Kermit was originally voiced by Jim Henson himself, but yeah. Jim Henson passed away, and I yeah. can't remember the name of the guy who took over for Kermit, but he is no longer Kermit's voice actor, because apparently there was some dispute when like Disney bought up the Muppets or whatever, and they were like, oh yeah, we're gonna like make this really sweet, clean, and kid friendly, and the guy who originally voiced Kermit was like, no, like that's not what the vision was when Jim Henson was still alive. No. And they fired him for it. I mean, Disney ruins everything. Disney does ruin everything, so there's that. Yeah. Like, I want a Muppet War and Peace, but like only, like, I want it to have been made in like the 80s. Yeah. A an edgy Muppet. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Like, <laughs> like with the energy yeah. of the original Muppets, not the, uh, yeah. like, the original Muppets and the original Muppet show, not the kind of sanitized version. Yeah that has been presented for small children. I, I think 80s era Muppets were probably like peak Muppets. I would agree. Because that's when you get your, you know, Muppets Take Manhattan and that sort of thing. And I was looking, we were looking through all the episodes of the original Muppet show, the people that they oh had. Oh my god. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Like Liza Minnelli, Gene Kelly himself, Julie Andrews. El like that's how my sister and I were introduced to Elton John, was watching the second season of The Muppet Show on DVD. Yeah. <sighs> Absolutely iconic. I love The Muppets so much. Yeah, which in a way, like, is something that made it appealing not just to kids, but, like, adults as well, like... Not to get too deep, I absolutely hate the idea that, like, this thing where, like, family entertainment has become, like... Kid entertainment. Kid entertainment that the parents tolerate. Yeah. Because, like, even, like, particularly, like, really old Disney movies, like Snow White, like, that is... Like, it's not like, oh, there's a couple jokes thrown in for the adults. Like, they, they, the whole thing is played completely straight because, like, the notion of kids' media was much, much narrower. Yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna try and let him out and see if he's learned his lesson. The answer is he probably is no. screaming in there. You're <laughs> Are you gonna be good? No, he's probably not going to be good, but okay. we'll see what Give happens. Give it a shot. He's sounding too pathetic in there. Mother, where are you? <laughs> Why have you... Hi! Don't you fucking dare. Hi, buddy. Why don't you just come join us? Yeah, that would be better. Where the cords are not. <laughs> Go get the fun ball. Help me. <laughs> What was I saying? Uh, oh yeah, I hate the sanitization of media for right. children. Yeah. 
it's annoying and I don't know why I care so much because I don't like kids and I'm never having kids but yeah. like there's so much media that was targeted for perhaps younger audiences and families from previous years that is so good still yeah. because it was marketed to a broader audience instead of just like this is for five-year-olds yeah and like it. even in Treasure Island there's that bit where they're like you know he He's dead? And this is supposed to be a kid's movie. You know, like exactly. They, they point it out. <laughs> Which, you know, that's one of those things where, you know, at that point in time, they could recognize, like, oh, yeah, maybe we wouldn't put, kid, you know, someone dying in a kid's movie. But we're going to do it anyway, because that's, yeah. you know, what's supposed to happen in this. But I don't even think they would do that today. No, probably you not. You know, it's like, oh, no, we can't. I mean, not that they don't kill off characters in modern, like, kids' media, like, you know... That's why so many people are scarred by the movie Up, or Big Hero Six. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that doesn't count as a spoiler because in both cases it's at the very beginning. <laughs> it's like the first thing in the movie. <laughs> so it's, you know, not unusual, but I don't know. It just it feels different. Yeah, that's like really kind of the only way to describe it is that it feels different. Like that the vibe is different. Yeah, I think. In, in each of those cases in modern movies where a character has been killed, like, it's a big focus of the thing and they're showing all the feelings and how upset everybody is. Which, and... like, is good. Yes. But I think that that's the way that it's different, mm -hmm. is that in... before it was just like, hey, a person died, let's move on. Yeah, they kind of aren't. <laughs> it's just, a, just another piece of the and story. And it's that there's no deaths in, like, for example, older Disney movies that have, like, a shit ton of weight to them, like Bambi, for yeah. example. Like, that is a pivotal moment with a lot of emotions attached to it. But, and the Lion King. That's garbage. But also, there are more kind of quote-unquote throwaway yeah. deaths mm -hmm. in older media that is targeted at children slash families, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely, you know, especially growing up, a lot of, watching a lot of movies that I did that came out in, like, the 80s, mm -hmm. looking at them now, it's like, man, those were kind of messed up. <laughs> what the, to be what the hell is it called? Return to Oz? Mm. I watched that's that for the first time at 24 years old, and I absolutely loved every second of it. Just one, just because, like, the, again, I love practical effects so much. And just knowing that, like, so much effort was put in and all these things were physically in front of the camera made me so happy. If I, like, was going to go into film and I, like, wasn't allowed, quote-unquote, to be the, like, behind-the-camera or editing-type person, I would want to be in the effects department. It just seems like such oh, a yeah. blast. Yeah. And that actually makes me think of another movie that was probably really fun to be on the set of or on the effects team of. The first Hellraiser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have loved to be on, the, on like, effects or, like, hair and makeup for that. That sounds like such a good time. Every time I hear Hellraiser, all I can think is Jesus whooped. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in my head now. Those are forever linked. <laughs> you know, as it should be. Um... I feel like there's a better segue than anything that my brain is coming up with right now between these topics and the one that I'm about to bring up because it has to do with the past. I don't know what it is to assess okay. that, so, <laughs> so <laughs> you I didn't write it down. Yeah, I didn't write it down. I think I'm gonna send this to the one. I've sent this to one of 
one or two of the group chats that I'm involved in, and I can't remember if it was the one that we have on Twitter, but I will link the tweet that this is from. It is a screenshot of a TikTok, and it's like, you wake up and you're five years old again, and you have retained all of your knowledge, which, like, again, world's most depressed five-year-old. Yeah. We're having that choice taken away from us. So now it is just, what would you do in that scenario? Like, what's the first thing you do? Interesting. And my answer is immediately that I have to find some non-threatening way to convince my parents of my sudden, like, advanced sentience yeah. so I can let them know that I am severely mentally ill and will need to be heavily medicated. And then I would tell them to invest in Apple. Uh, yeah. See, I feel like that would be a really hard thing to do. Like, that would be a very hard sell. You know? And so my first thought is, who is somebody who is more likely to believe me than my parents? You know, like, who's the local weirdo? <laughs> I don't even know if I have a local weirdo. Well, there's got to be, like, some sort of shop you can go to, you know? Like a, like a local magic shop. So what kind of town did you grow up in? Some places have those. I don't have one, but some places do. Or where would the weirdos hang out? Maybe, like, a comic book shop. I yeah, feel like there'd be people mm -hmm. there who'd be more likely to believe, you know? You make some solid points. But then as a five-year-old, how are you getting there? That's my thing. Is the only other part? Yeah. But I would try to think, like, who is more likely to believe me because there's no way I'm getting... But would they be convinced? Because you would be a very eloquent five-year-old. Yeah, maybe the overnight change. Yeah. If my, like, current consciousness is suddenly sent back in time. Yeah. Like, let me do some complex mathematical equations for you. <laughs> Yeah. You know, Actually, yeah, that's probably a, like, I would attempt to break the news as, like, non-threateningly as possible, yeah. and just be like, listen, this is going to sound incredibly, like, you know, this is gonna sound weird, and sort of lay my cards on the table, because, like, what do I have to lose? Yeah, I mean, for me, this would mean going back to 1990, and the world was a very different place. I yeah, this would be me going back to... 2003? 2003, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, that was pretty much pre-internet world. And I feel like people were much more narrow-minded. <laughs> yeah, I, so maybe I wouldn't be as screwed yeah. in this hypothetical. That's what I'm trying to imagine going back to 1990 and, and being like, yo, rents. Because my parents were still together in 1990. Oh god, yeah, that's even, that's even more complicated for you. Yeah. Oh, and I have all this knowledge of the future. Be like, so you guys are going to get divorced in like a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, it'll be hard to keep your future knowledge to yourself. Some of it, yes, some of it, no, because they'd be like, oh, what are all these world events in like two years? And I don't know. Because like from where I'm standing right now, that was 2005. Mm -hmm. I don't remember much of that shit. Uh, I guess that's true. I was like, I remember what happened in 2005, Paul, because I wasn't, like, seven. Yeah, because you weren't, like, seven. <laughs> I was in college. So, like, I think, yeah, maybe some of my kind of future knowledge will be hard to keep to myself, but so much of it just pertains to my own experience as a human being, rather than just, like, the exact dates of big world events and, like, things in other people's personal lives that haven't directly involved me in some way, shape, or form. But it's also like, you know, the butterfly effect. 
kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think in these kinds of hypotheticals, when you try to talk about things like that, like you can get so bogged down with that to the point where it's not even fun to discuss anymore. So I'm trying to avoid that. Yeah, because even things like telling your parents to invest in Apple, right? So if they buy right. certain shares, that means whoever originally would have bought the shares didn't get to buy them. And then, mm -hmm. you know, ripple effects. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying not to think about that too yeah. much. Yeah, so I honestly don't. But like, that would be a thing that I would probably be paralyzed by is like being afraid of anything, you know, changing things. I honestly don't know what I would do. Yeah. I mean, again, I think the, my like main concern, if my like current consciousness that has like gone through multiple years of therapy and steadily increasing doses of Zoloft, like my first concern is to like maintain that standard. <laughs> Because I had like one weekend in college where the pharmacy screwed up and I didn't get my prescription refilled and it sucked. Like even just stopping cold turkey for like three days was awful. I hated it. So yeah. that's first order of business. I think the first thing I would think is, all right, how do I undo this? <laughs> right? Like how do I get back? But again, there's no internet. So like, where do you, what do you even do? I don't know. That would be my first thought. like, I cannot be a five-year-old with this level of knowledge and be, like, bossed around by my parents and, you know. Although, again, like, would you be bossed around if you convinced them of your, senti of your like, advanced sentience? Perhaps not. I don't know. I mean, either you don't convince them and they just, like, try to commit you <laughs> to an institution. Fine. <laughs> Um, or you, you do convince them, and they're probably still going to try to figure out, like, how to fix you or something. Perhaps. But even if they believe you, society is still going to see you as a five-year-old, which carries with it certain expectations of how your parents treat you, like, in public and stuff. I would start guitar lessons. Hmm. So that I would no longer have to deal with what I currently feel, which is the, like, inherent shame of being... A beginner at age whatever yeah if we're thinking about like things you would learn if you got to go back languages yeah languages you, your guitar. mind is so much better you know fuck it you know what I've always wanted to learn I one of my biggest regrets in life it's not even that big of a regret I just god I wish I could do this I wish this had been something I had done as a kid and had continued with I want to fucking tap dance I was a tap dancer I wish I had, like, started dance as a child and had continued with it because holy shit, love it. I forget what happened to all my little tap dancing participation trophies. That's so cute. Yeah, no. <laughs> those, like, those are gonna be some of my first, um, orders of business. Guitar, learn, continue with all the languages that I am now trying to learn slash have made decent progress with, with my, like, new, more elastic five-year-old brain, mm -hmm. and, um, start tap lessons. Mm. I have some great pictures of me in my tap outfits, but That's so cute. Giant pink bow on my head in one of them. It's, like, massive. That is adorable. Yeah, stuff like, um, like, gymnastics. Like, when you're a kid and you're not as afraid to hurt yourself, and you can... Then make your joints more flexible when you're older, too. Oh, you know what I would do? Um, when I was a kid, this is, like... I feel like this is indicative of the person I became and am now, like, working 
very hard to not be in some instances. Um, when I was a kid, my mom tried to sign me up for Irish step dancing lessons because, duh. And um, she took me to the studio to sign me up. I was like five, six. And I saw a bunch of older girls there, like, you know, practicing a nearly completed routine or whatever. She signed me up. I went home and sobbed because I would never be as good as them. And then I never took one lesson. Hmm. So I would not do that. of nice to I mean I wouldn't want to go through school and everything again just in general because I'm like this is all stuff I know this is boring but it would also be kind of nice to be able to do those things over with like the knowledge of an adult where you would I would just not give a shit about what anybody oh, thought of me or you know breeze through so many things in my life yeah just like you know things that I thought were so important mm -hmm. you know like now I'm like yeah that this stuff didn't matter at all some things I could avoid. Yeah, could have just avoided so much like anxiety and shame. Actually get to be like a goth middle schooler like I wanted to be. Yeah, do things over the way you wanted to do them. So like, not that it would be good, no. but you could do good things with it. Yes. If this is like yes. the sort of film that your life has been assigned to play out in this hypothetical. Yeah. Yeah, to me, it's not so much the age, it's also having to go back to that time period. Which is good and bad at the same time. Because, like, no more smartphones. <laughs> no, no more internet at all. I think we got our first family computer in, like, 2003. That would both drive me crazy and not, because on the one hand, freedom, but on the other hand, Oh my god, you carry a tiny computer around in your pocket and have the entire collected knowledge mm -hmm. of humanity at your fingertips. I don't know if I could go back. That's why I lived at the library, because that was the closest thing there was to, you know, it's, yeah. that's where I most really of the information I really don't know is. if I could go back. I'm like, no. maybe that does make me sound like I'm addicted to my phone, which I probably am, but like, it is amazing. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know why I was looking back at this message the other night, but I was looking at my messages, and I, like, had this moment where I was just, like, almost, like, moved to tears by the beauty of, like, Wikipedia, just thinking about the fact that, like, I have the privilege of being able to stumble across knowledge mm -hmm. that some of the most studied scholars wouldn't have been able to access, depending on, like, where they were, like, 100 years ago. Yeah. Like, that's wild. Not even a hundred years ago. Yeah, not you know? even a hundred years ago. Like, I wound up, like, reading the Wikipedia page overview for, like, I think it was, like, Eritrean cuisine. Oh. I don't know how I wound up there, but I was like, I have just randomly happened across knowledge that would have been inaccessible to me, mm -hmm. what, 50 years ago? Yeah. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, the internet was kind of a mistake, but also... Eh. Well, I mean, I think in the, the earliest days before it got all, got the corporation's hands on it, like, in the early days, it was about research. Yeah. Like, you know, it had good intent, and then as soon as they open it up to businesses, <laughs> that's where the... Capitalism is the root of all yes, evil. Yes, Anyway, but yeah, yeah, I was like, 50 years ago... 
I, w I might not have even known that this is a country that existed. No, probably not. And now I can just be like, what's the food like there? Yeah. And, it, it, and the internet will tell me. And you can even meet somebody who lives there on the internet. Fucking wild, bro. And be like, what's your favorite recipe? <laughs> and then you could make it. Yeah, not to be um, lame or whatever, but man. Knowledge is truly beautiful. It really is. Yeah, I mean... And that's the thing, right, is that, that imagining going back to a world where that is not possible. It kind of sounds like it would suck. Mm -hmm. Like, again, yeah, not that there are no advantages to being a little more unplugged, and frankly, I think we all could stand to be a little more unplugged in our day-to-day -day lives, mm -hmm. but also, yeah. holy shit, you can know anything you want to. How cool is that? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't miss the old days of, like, going to the library and picking through the card catalog. Yeah, like... <laughs> Now I can just, like, I can know anything that I want to know in 0.5 seconds. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I'm constantly Googling just random things, and my family makes fun of me for it, because every time they mention a thing, I'm like, hold on. No, me. Oh my god. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm such a, like, repository of just random trivia. Mm-hmm. And I also get made fun of for it <laughs> all the time. It can be like the slightest thing. I'm like, well, now I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole and learn all about this, whatever it is. You know, mm -hmm. it can even be something as simple as somebody using like a cliche phrase. And I'm like, where did that phrase come right? from? Right? No, literally, Wikipedia is amazing. Which, if you wanted to know something like that in the pre-internet days, there's not really a way to do that. Yeah, you were kind of screwed. Because it's not like you can go to the card catalog and look up whatever the phrase is. Or, you know? Yeah, like you could like look up a country. Yeah. But like things like that. Yeah. Yeah, that is wild. Like third time's the charm. Where does that come from? You can find out. Yeah, easily Google that. You're not gonna find a book that explains that. God, what a again, like things right now are kind of awful, but also, God, what a time to be alive. Yeah. It's always a mixed bag. Isn't it though? I really should have uh timed exactly when we started doing this. Yeah, I was wondering. I feel like it was around six it was about 6.30. The plan was to start at 6.30 <laughs> to begin with, because we're going to be streaming after this anyway. But... Because I remember sitting here looking at the time and thinking it's 6.22, and then you were doing a thing, so we hadn't started yet, so I feel like that's... We're just going to keep winging it. <laughs> you know, I feel like I also had something saved that I was going to have us talk about. It might have been that thing where you said that we should just do, like, an Am I the Asshole? Uh, and yeah. take a page out of the book of... Two Hot Takes, a podcast that I would very much like to collaborate with at some point in the future, but we're attempting to get there. And I think maybe past me has screwed over future me. Maybe she hasn't. I might have saved something for discussion, but let's find out. Nope. I have once again been screwed over by asking me, but that's fine. Let me see if I can find anything worth discussing just by opening random apps. Again, the beauty of the internet. The beauty of the internet. <laughs> Truly. I feel like there are a lot of those stupid arguments on Nextdoor that would make. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Nextdoor is an absolute gold mine. It's, it's such a train wreck. It's like, it's so stupid and everything on it is so petty and I can't look away. And I will sit there and read like 150 comments <laughs> about somebody being upset that somebody else is like 
throwing their dog crap in their garbage can. <sighs> that was an actual, that's actually- Oh, I'm sure it was. Recently. I hate homeowners associations. I am not involved in a homeowners association. I probably never will be because of this economy. But like, the notion of the homeowners association is some of the dumbest bullshit yeah. I have ever heard in my life. What do you mean I buy a house with my money and I'm paying my mortgage on it only for some dickhead who lives down the street and wants everybody to look the same to tell me that I can't put my 12-foot Home Depot lawn skeleton up year-round. Absolutely not. Yeah, I refuse to move anywhere that has a homeowners association. No, that is, like, it could be the most perfect neighborhood. If it has a homeowners association, immediate no. Yeah. None of that. Nobody needs that stress in their life trying to make sure they're, like, meeting the standards. Absolutely not. There was a whole... Uh, like John Oliver segment about homeowners mm -hmm. associations, and the one thing that pissed me and like one of, like it pissed me off in general, but one of the things that pissed me off so much was that they like find an old man for sitting out on a park bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For what? Because <laughs> yeah, he put it in his front yard so he could just kind of hang out and while people pass by, you know, say hey to him, whatever. It's like why do you really? not want people in your neighborhood That's interacting okay. with each other? Absolutely bizarre. Nope. Everything I have saved is, um, ghost-related. Massive shocker. Yeah, that seems, um, I mean, I'm, I'm on the Emma the Asshole Reddit <laughs> thread. Is there anything fun? Is there anything really petty? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna pick one of the... Oh, man. <clears throat> Low stakes. We don't want to give out advice that can yeah, ruin no. anyone's life. No, this is, this is really petty to me. Wonderful. Alright, so am I the asshole for giving my future mother-in-law three days to pay me for a new wedding dress or else I show the family a photo of her wearing it? <laughs> okay, hold on. Send this to me. <laughs> we need to discuss. <laughs> That's very... And there's updates. <gasps> so... I need it, I need it, I need yes, it. Yes, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Share, share, share. Like, I just found a text from Kyle because I have my phone on Do Not Disturb for this, but it says, what is the boy up to? <laughs> Attempting to ruin the podcast. Don't provoke him, he's sleeping. Finally. Is it, um, sad that I don't know how to share this? <laughs> do you have the, do yeah, you? I'm in the app and I hit share and yet I'm not seeing, like, does it give you an option to copy the link? Yeah. Just text it to you? Yeah, it'll work. Okay. Why am I surprised that you have the Reddit app on your phone? I don't know. There we go. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Come on, do your thing. <laughs> oh wow, lots of awards on this one too. Yeah. Okay, so there is a judgment already. Yeah. But I will reveal that at the end. Um, am I the asshole for giving Future mother-in-law. Future mother-in-law. Yeah. Three days to pay me for a new wedding dress or else I show the family a photo of her wearing it. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm getting married to my fiancé soon. I bought my wedding dress weeks ago. His mother, I assume is missing. My future mother-in-law kept pestering me about trying it on, but I firmly refused. I finally shut it down after she offered me $100 to let her try it on. Her reason for persisting so much, she says it's because of her love for love for wedding dresses <laughs> and her obsession with them. Fast forward to yesterday, I came home from work early and I found my fiance at home. He 
He freaked out after seeing me and tried to prevent me from going into my room while trying to text somebody on his phone. I opened the door and was shocked to see his mom standing there wearing my dress. I instantly pulled out my phone and took a photo of her in it. She and my fiance freaked out after I told her that she needed to pay me for a new dress in three days or else I'll show the whole family the photo. She started crying and then left and my fiance blew up at me, saying that I can't be serious and I overreacted because his mom just wanted to try the dress on, no harm done. But I refused to listen to him because in my opinion, the dress should only be worn by the bride and the bride only. Quite frankly, I felt disgusted looking at the dress again. I don't want it anymore. And so I think it's fair that she pays me after she ruined it for me. He yelled at me and told me to wake up and stop treating his mom like if she, as if she was an enemy. We had a fight after he failed to get back after he failed to get me to back down and he's been staying with his mom since then. I feel awful, but I spent 3k on this dress and worked hard to get it. I can't stand looking at it, but people in my family think I'm escalating things and risking my relationship with not only my future mother-in-law, but my fiance as well. And then, am I the asshole? And then the update, um, wait, hold on, I want to make sure the update doesn't like quote-unquote spoil it. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hmm. Okay. My fiancé called and offered to pay for the dress himself so we can, quote, end the conflict, but he wants me to hand him my phone so he can delete the photo himself 
swear that I don't have any copies to use against his mom later, apologize to his mom, he asked that I quit his family group chat and log out of Facebook for at least a month. I haven't responded yet. Girl, throw the whole man out. Yeah. If he's defending, if he's this obsessed with like trying to please his mother instead of his wife. He sounds no. like a mama's boy. He sounds like a mama's boy in the worst way possible. Throw the whole man out. Oh my god, there's so much going on here. Mm-hmm. Just... And like, this is a thing that I cannot even fathom because I know almost for a fact when if it eventually does come to this point that I am picking out a wedding dress my mom is going to hate mine oh no doubt that's yeah, that's a given but so let's set the update stuff aside for the moment okay and just think about the question itself right because there's there's too much to there's so much to yeah unpack. yeah so just just the the question itself right because even at that I feel like there's a lot going on like is it weird that the future mother-in-law wanted to try it on? I mean, Would they have yes. let her try it on? And do you agree with the, the poster, like, wanting a new dress? Like, the, there's so many different layers. You know? I don't understand the wanting to try it on. I completely... Like, I do understand the being like, no, what the hell? Like, why are you yeah. so obsessed with this? Yeah. Like, the insistence is so weird, especially the, like, I will pay you. Yeah. That is super strange. I don't think they're wrong for not wanting their mother-in-law or their future mother-in-law to try on the dress. Yeah. I, they start to lose me a little with the, like, I never want to touch it again, like, and I need to buy a new one. Yeah, I mean, so, so first of all, if... The future mother-in-law loves wedding dresses that much. Go to a store somewhere and just try them on for funsies. Why does it have to be your future daughter-in-law's dress? Yeah, go right? work in a bridal shop. Yeah, but also, like, the entitlement to think, like, I get to put this on, you know? Like, that's, like, symbolic of the most important day of this girl's life. Yeah, like, you it's know? not yours. Like, like, it's not yours. I wouldn't even do that with just, like, I wouldn't touch it. Someone's stuff. In, like someone's stuff in general. Like, yeah. I as a person generally like don't really mind like yeah sure bar like we're going to a party or like we're going to a concert you don't have a sh shirt that has the band on it or whatever yeah. borrow this borrow my dress borrow whatever but like with it's permission. not yours <laughs> with permission exactly. is the thing. Like, I don't care but and like again just because I have such a different taste than so many of the people in my life who I would like have be involved in my wedding anyway I could never even imagine this being a scenario that I would find myself in. Yeah. But, like, I, like, I get it, her being like, no, this is mine. Like, yeah. this is my big thing. Like, I understand that. And, you know, I honestly, I can understand her reaction a little bit of, like, not wanting to wear the dress anymore. Yeah. Because, I don't know, to me, like, imagine, I mean, she said she worked really hard to get the dress, so imagine, like, saving up the $3,000, right? Mm -hmm. So you worked so hard, who knows how many dresses she tried on, mm -hmm. you know, uh, before she found the one, and she's probably had it hanging there and looking at it and dreaming of the day getting to wear it, and now she has this image in her head of yeah. her mother-in-law wearing it. It's almost like it's been tainted. I do, especially if, like, especially she, she doesn't like her future mother-in-law. Yeah, she already kind of had beef, like, yeah. My, this was like a point of contention when I was still dating my stupid ex-boyfriend, like his sister, like 
did not like me, like hardly acknowledged my existence, barely ever spoke to me. Mm -hmm. And I told him that like, it made me feel really weird how, and he was like, oh, it's fine. Like she's with that with everybody. And I was just like, it was one of those things where I was just like, what if we do wind up getting married and she like expects to be in my bridal party or something? Mm -hmm. I don't, like, I wouldn't want that. Why are you not helping me like mitigate this now? Yeah. Because, like, that would have made me so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Someone who, like, had wanted nothing to do with me suddenly being like, ooh, I get a pretty dress, right? And, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, if she already, like, had beef with her, like, future mother-in-law and then this happened... Yeah. I get, yeah, when you put it like that, I do get it. Yeah, because I'm at, I, I imagine it's sort of like... There's, there's a dress you saw at a store and you're like, I really want that dress. It's gonna look so good on me, but I gotta wait until I get paid or something. Mm-hmm. But then you see your enemy walking down the street wearing the same dress. Yeah, like, yeah, like, well, nope, can't wear that. Not anymore. Yeah, right? yeah, right? So it's like, yeah, it's it's maybe a little bit silly, but I, I feel like I would have trouble seeing that dress in the same way ever again and knowing that, you know, she got to wear it and really before I did in a way, you yeah. know? Yeah, that would piss me off. But then the other question is, is it worth blackmailing her <laughs> for $30,000? But also, how is that blackmail? Like, why why does this woman care so much that the family sees a picture of her wearing it? Maybe they, like, know she's been weird about it. And yeah. are, like, kind of not on her side. But being like, like, you know, it's just trying to fuse the tension, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? Like... If she is afraid of her family seeing a picture of her wearing the dress, then she knows what she's doing is wrong if she thinks people are going to yeah, be upset. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're so right. <laughs> it's like, if you really thought that this was fine and it was no big deal, then why would you care about somebody you know, seeing that picture? Yeah. You make an excellent point. Yeah, so she acknowledges that there's something wrong with it, but does that rise to the level of blackmail? Again, if this is part of a pattern, I'm going to say maybe. Yeah, especially because thinking about it from the the poster's perspective, right? Again, if she's working like months to get this $3,000 to get a dress and now she feels like she can't wear that dress anymore. Yeah, and also like in this economy. Yeah, right? So like how is she going to buy a new dress unless she gets paid for it? Yeah, no, actually, I can't. Hmm. I do get it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was a little, I was a little unsure. Pretty much entirely on this um, OP's side now. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely understand her entire perspective, and I definitely understand her wanting money to buy a new dress. But then there's also the part of me that's like, you're, you're stuck with this woman, you know? That's why I'm kind of that's, that's why I'm kind of like just throw the whole man out. So well, yeah, we're, we'll get to that. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving that for the update stuff. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> but just to, in terms of the original question part of things, right? So like. Because well, we don't quite know yet. I mean, he does defend the mom a little bit in the original post, but so assuming that they are actually going to be married, you know, do you try to like get? O- I don't want to say like get over it, you know. But yeah, like, I understand. You know, like, do you really want to start it out with blackmail? Yeah, <laughs> is that the way to go here? Especially because it does turn out that he is kind of a mama's boy, and don't you want to have a good? relationship with this woman who has such influence over him potentially and that's my thing where i'm like would i even want to continue in this situation yeah 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 i'm getting to that bit (laughs) like that's really kind of all i have to say (laughs) about that that. i can't see myself 
choosing to remain in a situation where, like, that's clearly going to be how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to think about it from the perspective of, like, you're devoted to this person, you're definitely getting married, like... If that's the perspective, yeah. what's more important, blackmailing this woman to buy so you can buy a new dress, or trying to swallow your pride a little bit, make nice, wear the dress, maybe get it dry cleaned if that'll make you feel better. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe do something to change it up a little bit, like add a little color to it, you know, something that makes it slightly different, right? Can you find a way to, yeah, rather than going to blackmail, because I feel like there's no coming back from that. Not really, because even if you do make up, you yeah. know, it's, it's always going to be there. Hey, remember when you tried to blackmail me? And I'll, she's, like, <laughs> already kind of made the threat. And, I like, so, like, that's a step in and of itself. Yeah. It's, so like, actually following through on that. Like, yeah. I used to have a history teacher who always said that you can't unring the bell, and I feel uh -huh. like that really applies here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but even in this, the original post with the, the uh, fiancé... The fact that he's he was essentially trying to keep his fiance from finding out that his mom was trying out, so he was like on his mom's side. Although here's the thing, like, what if you're one of those like to maybe give the fiance the benefit of the doubt? What if you're like, you know that your mom's fucking crazy, and you're like, maybe if this just happens, nobody finds out. Like, you know, planning a wedding is already pretty stressful. And if, the, like, his mom is constantly being like, hey, like, talk to your, to your fiancé, like, I want to try and do it. Like, maybe he's, maybe he's, again, I'm probably giving a man too much credit here, but maybe he's thinking, like, just five, like, if I just have five minutes where she's not there and this happens, and I can save myself hours of, like, nagging and questions about it until this wedding is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> after this wedding's over, why can't he tell her to wait till after the wedding? Yeah, actually, I take it all back. <laughs> Never mind. I am no longer defending a man. <laughs> well, because, like, you know he he has to know how hard she worked for that dress. Oh, 100%. Right? And I, I just can't imagine, I mean, well, I guess we'll kind of segue into the update stuff here. But, like, I cannot imagine being in a relationship with a man who would know the amount of work and effort I put into getting this dress and then let his mother put it on. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Right? Throw the whole man out. Yeah, because, like... Oh, I, I just can't imagine. I feel like any guy that I like would be the type that'd be like, Mom, knock the shit off. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, the, with all the update stuff, like, yeah, he's not worth it. If right. he's, like, capitulating to his mom that much, it, did they put the ages in here? He's, uh-uh. Nope. Okay. Yeah, he, he seemed to be more on the side of his mother than, um... Um, then on the side of his fiance, I got distracted by a thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say, uh, throw the whole man out. And, um, not the asshole, frankly. Yeah. Yeah, I was also looking at the, right, so ending the conflict. He says he'll pay for her dress. So... Man, I feel like every one of these conditions requires picking apart. I know. Right, like, hand him my phone so he can delete the photo himself. Okay, so your fiancé doesn't trust you. Doesn't trust you to delete it on your own. Right. So, so that doesn't have any copies to use against his mom later. Again, your fiancé doesn't trust you. I don't trust, yeah. Apologize to his mom. So insinuating that he thinks you are the one in the wrong. 
not yeah, your mother. Absolutely not. And then ask that I quit his family group chat and log out of Facebook for at least a month. So permanently quit the family group chat because you're going to be part of the family. Yeah. And why log out of Facebook for at least you can't connect to anybody on Facebook. I feel as though there are some details who are, that are could potentially be missing here. Yeah. But like Oh, I'm sure like people are giving her shit in the family group chat. Probably. Oh, probably. Yeah, so then if his entire family is probably going to be shit talking you. No. Yeah, and it doesn't say when the wedding is. She just says getting married uh soon. But like Imagine if you were getting married within the next month and you're not allowed on Facebook to, like, post yeah. pictures and, no, you know. absolutely not. Yeah, I just... <sighs> yeah, I like this, uh, info, why are you still going through with the wedding? Return the dress and the fiancé. Yeah. Yeah, I think the answer here is... Mm, I think the answer is throw the whole man out. Yeah, I think the answer here is this is a bit of a gift. Yeah. This is your chance. Run. Run. <laughs> It's good to find out now that this is the kind of person he is. Yeah. I am going to go with um, the verdict of the public in yeah. this and say, not the asshole. Yeah. Run. Yeah, and it's, what's funny is, like, when I first read it, I wasn't sure if I agreed with the not the asshole. And like, now the I'm, more like, that I'm talk- like, yeah, more th- <laughs> the more that I talk about it, the more I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. No, I totally get, totally get her perspective. I know that's his mother. But, like, if you're marrying a person, you're their person now. Yeah. You know? You have to come before them. Because, like, you made especially Because, like, that's a voluntary... Ch- like, in most yeah. cases. That yeah. is a voluntary choice. Yes. Like, you can't choose who your parents are, but, like, if yeah. you're getting married to somebody, they had better be your number one because yep. you are making... Like, you're involved in that. Yep. You're choosing that. They gotta be the priority, especially if your mother's the one being unreasonable. Oh, 100%. Because it's not like that was a need for her. It's not no. like she was going to die. And again, could have waited till after the wedding. Yeah. Like, I don't... Because, yeah, when she's done with it, she's like, yeah, I'm done with it, whatever. Probably wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. I'd be like, yeah, I, I already wore it, got all the pictures in it, whatever. I sweated in it all day. You can... <laughs> have fun. <laughs> you know, enjoy that. Right? Yeah, I... Mm, yeah, I definitely agree with the not the asshole. Yeah, no, absolutely not the asshole. Yeah, and the, the ultimate one, like, answer is just... The whole family, just chuck them all. Yep. Including the fiancé. Throw the whole man out. Um, I think this is a segment that should perhaps not become an every episode thing, but should be a regular thing, because this was fun. Yes. (laughs) I love getting involved in other people's business when I have no stake in it. I'm sure that probably makes me kind of a bad person, but oh well. Yeah, I, man, I love Am I the Asshole post just so much. I love other people's drama. Yeah, and especially the pettier the better. Like, like there are no real stakes in this situation. No, because, like, you know? here's the thing. And I want you to answer this honestly. Would you describe me as a petty person? Sometimes. There yeah. And there we have it. Uh-huh. So, like, it is in character. I, I know this about myself. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are, those are the ones that are more fun, like... If you read one that's so serious, like somebody's dying, and it's like, mm. and also just like I don't, I'm twenty five, and not to say that my life has been an absolute cakewalk, but also like trauma wise thus far, I've kind of been relatively unscathed by any mm-hmm. like horrific events, like having like a parent or a sibling like die when I was really young or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like. 
what do I know in any of these situations? Like, yeah. any of these really serious situations yeah. where it's like, oh, should I forgive this person before they, like, pass away from a terminal <sighs> illness? It's like, what do I know, bro? But that sounds like the opposite of a fun thing to consider. Yeah, it's like, one, it's not fun. Like, would I be the asshole if I didn't, like, forgive this person before they die or something? No, and also, like, like yeah, what do I know? I want to judge if someone's the asshole for blackmailing the future mother-in-law <laughs> with a picture of her wearing her Or, like, doing, like, petty shit to their neighbors. who Like, uh, petty shit to their, like, annoying neighbors who are like, oh, like, I can see over your fence. Yeah, I, well, that's why I love Next Door. Next Door. But I remember reading one, uh, Anna the Asshole post years ago, where it was like about roommates in groceries. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I was drama. Just, yeah, I was just like wrecked, you know, like I feel like if you were to search next door in the Am I the Asshole Reddit, you could dig up some gold and I think that is a thing that we should do in the very near future. Oh, I have definitely Googled like best next door posts. Oh my god, it's so good. Because, like, there, there is nothing Our on that app. Our next episode should just be all next door stuff. <laughs> there, there is nothing on that app that is remotely useful. Like, I mean, people will occasionally post something like, hey, I'm looking for a contractor. Can anyone recommend Yeah, that? or, like, if they're, like, having a garage sale or whatever. But, like, that's yeah. it. That's the only useful information yeah. that has ever been on next door. But, but even in those cases, there, there are always people that comment that turn it into something political. Like, I don't know how they do it sometimes. Yeah, it'll be, like, a post about, like, oh, there's gonna be a garage sale on the corner of, like, you know, 5th and Mason, whenever. And then there's, then, then the comment thread is just a cesspool of racism. Well, it'll be, like, good luck selling anything in Biden's economy. <laughs> like, that's the kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then it just devolves into, like, a hot, like, a, again, just a hot load of racism. Yeah. I mean, just the number of, like, because I get emails when people post, and uh, so I have all these emails just sitting in my inbox, and you can only see, like, the beginning of the first sentence of the post, and so then I have to, like, <sighs> like, this one just says, my neighbor has decided to put an old couch sectional behind his house. Where is that going? Are you mad about this? Like, why, why does it matter if the couch is behind his house? And I know the comments are just going to be spectacular. Ain't that like, just I just have so many of those. Oh, ho, ho, ho. And there's a lot of them about the punk kids. The Kia boys. You know. Huh? The roving gangs of teenage boys that steal Kias. Oh, that's fun. I didn't even know this was a thing until this very second. It's a TikTok thing. That's the second time that has happened. Our for you pages are diverging because of my the, the extent of my ghost obsession. No, I didn't. Uh, I haven't been on TikTok. I got this uh, from like the news news. I also don't watch the news news. Somebody on TikTok, it's Kia's and oh my god, what's the other car brand? It's Kia's and Hyundai's. I think it is. I can't remember. There's two of them. But somebody posted on TikTok like how these are super easy to steal and showed people how to do it. So now they just keep stealing it. That's kind of. Um, and the car manufacturers are like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna like figure out a way to fix this, and you can kind of bring in your cars, and we can you know fix it. But they just keep getting stolen and destroyed left and right. They've tried everything. They put like clubs on the car. You know the old school club. You put on the steering wheel. They found out ways around that. People are buying car boots. Wow. Like, it's gone to that level. 
kind of TikTok show people how to steal. That's kind of fun. Yes, there's a lot of posts about that. I like it. I mean, like, here's the thing. Don't steal people's cars. Don't be an asshole. However, of all of the chaos to cause, I'm gonna say this is, like, relatively minor. I would say not, because a lot of times what they're doing with the cars is problematic. Okay, so see, that's the part that's problematic. I think it's really funny if it becomes a meme of, like, you take somebody's Kia, you drive it around the block, and then you leave. Yeah, like, park it somewhere else. Yeah, so park it somewhere else. It. Like, that would be kind of funny. That's a little funny. Yeah, but that's, they're, they're doing stuff like driving recklessly on highways. Yeah, see, that is a terrible danger. Like, driving them into buildings so that they can, like rob the buildings. No, absolutely terrible idea. Like, I feel like any kind of chaos you're causing should be along the lines of the, like, I don't know another term from this, and this is probably horrendously outdated, but, like, the quote-unquote Chinese fire drill. Mm -hmm. Just, like, hold someone up at a stoplight a little bit. Like, of the public chaos you can cause. Yeah. Like, keep it at that level. Yeah. Where it's, like, a little funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be frustrating for that person, and they probably wouldn't think it was funny at first, especially if they were, like, running late for work. Like, mildly inconvenience but, someone at the worst. Yeah. But but even then, they would probably later on look back at it and think it was funny. Like, the time in high school when some of my friends toilet papered my car, and then it rained. Like, that is a little funny. Well, but at the time, I was pissed. Oh, and I'm sure you were. Do you know how hard it is to get four rolls worth of wet toilet paper off of your car? Pretty hard. It takes a while. It just clings and then it breaks up when you try to grab it yeah that is the number now it's funny that is the number one rule for pranks if you're pranking somebody don't be cruel don't like abuse them you want to confuse and mildly inconvenience them those are the cardinal rules of pranking somebody confuse them mildly inconvenience them and hopefully they will laugh about it later yeah well in that case i think they should have checked the weather because they may be late for class which made me very mad at the time. I was taking college classes. Valid, however, I am going to say, I think that counts, that falls under the mildly inconvenience category. Because it's not like you miss a test or anything. Well, not for me, because I walk in and everyone's just staring at me. I mean, you've all been there. I'm a high school student in a college class already, feeling like I'm being looked at, you know, and judged. We've all been there. (sighs) Yeah, those are my two rules. Because, like, I do love messing with people a little bit, but I don't like genuinely hurting people. Yeah, I bet we can find some good next door posts. To... So there's something to look forward to, which I think is going to bring us to the weekly worsening. Yeah. Which, man oh man. Joint worsening this week. Joint worsening. We got <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> I don't know how well you're going to be able to see it from this distance, but yeah. I now have a little ghost cross behind my ear, which I love very, very much. I'm very happy with it. It's also my first tattoo. I did Yay. it. It was not nearly as bad as I thought yeah. it was going to be. Well, but I, I don't know I, if that's like not a particularly bad spot, maybe. If it didn't hurt that much, because... I had heard online, they're like, oh, like it vibrates your whole skull when it's like over the bone, which didn't really happen for me. And I don't know if it was just because of like the way my skull is shaped and like the placement of the tattoo. The only thing that, like, really kind of stung was when she started going over, like, the tendon in your neck. Yep, you like, can always tell. That, I was like, Ooh. like, that, 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 I was like, ow, that stings a little bit, but it really wasn't that bad. 
I like I was like I was very nervous because I had never gotten a tattoo yeah. before and like I've assumed that I have a kind of high pain tolerance based on like just some things that have happened but I wasn't sure and I don't really know how you test that to be certain I was like man I hope I don't this isn't how I find out that I'm actually a huge wuss <laughs> But it wasn't, so we have that. Yeah, and you went now that you got in the first one, like, that's the hardest, because now you know, right? Yeah, and although I suppose if I was to get, like, a giant rib piece with a ton of shading, that, like, that might be a little different. Yeah. Places with less, like, fat cushioning. That's why, like, joints are supposed to be bad, because you don't really have fat around. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, bones and tendons. You would maybe have a bit more cushioning on the ribs, you know? Yeah, So possibly. it wouldn't be as, like, I bet the least painful spot is your butt. Well, good, because I've talked about getting curvy <laughs> tattooed on my butt cheek already. Because <laughs> that's that's a lot of cushioning, you know? Yeah. Uh, that strikes me as one that I would, like, maybe fall asleep during. Man, when I first got my ankle tattoo, I almost fell asleep, but that's because I was exhausted. <laughs> I love all those memes about, like, how, like, if your period pain is a 10, tattoos don't hurt. Or, like, there's I've seen so many TikToks where it's, like, POV, you're a woman getting a tattoo, and it's just, like, some girl asleep as this person is tattooing her ribs. And I was like, damn. Yeah, that's why, you know, so I, I got my tattoo, which we talked about this. We are I, not showing it. I, don't I will put a picture. Yeah. I don't because we don't feet want internet. feet on the internet. So I'm not going to hold up my phone right now. <laughs> But I got a running Although tattoo. how funny will it be if I look back and your foot has actually been in frame from when you crossed your legs? I'm, I'm pretty sure it was at one point because, yeah, I, I had my ankle, like, up on my leg and I was like, oh, yeah, my foot's, like, this high up. It's got to be on the camera. <laughs> so maybe we've already screwed up. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that happened, but... But I'll put a close-up. That doesn't right mean here. I have to, yeah. Doesn't um, mean we have to flaunt it. Yeah. Um, so I got my running tattoo on the inside of my left ankle and the cherry blossom tattoo that I had on the outside of my right ankle that I only got, like, April 1st, I think it was, something like that, was already fading, and so she just basically traced back over the whole thing, right? So, at this point, pretty much a fresh tattoo. And I, I think it was, yeah, when she was doing the first one that I'm just kind of, you know, sitting there, hanging out, looking at things, and she's like, are you in, like, unbelievable pain right now? And I'm like, mm -mm. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, what am I gonna do, you know? Yeah, I mean, I paid for this. Yeah. You know, I'm just, paying for you to hurt me. Yeah, it's just gonna keep going. What do you want me to do? Be like, ow, 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 ow. You know, like, yeah. I'm like, yes, this hurts a lot. Thank you. I kind of just gotta deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, there was a point where I was just like, mm, well. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, pa I'm paying for this. Yep. So I kind of just have to sit here and yeah. take it. I mean, it hurts, but what, like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, right? How, nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. So, you know, you just sit there and... You know, I'm looking at all the art on the wall, I'm like, yeah, man, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of the ways I think men and women might differ. Yeah. You know, because of that pain tolerance. <laughs> yeah. Because I can imagine so many guys being like... like Although, I mean, again, saying, that, but also there's so many dudes where it's just like, they're covered. I feel like at that yeah. point you just gotta be like, whatever, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it depends on where you get them. Depends on where you there's get them, it also just depends on you as a person. Yeah, yeah, because even, like, all this stuff, there's so much more cushioning muscle and fat, you know, you know. And it, like, also kind of, like, depends on what you're getting. Mm. Like, if there's, like, a ton of, like, shading yeah. versus, like, what I got. It's just, like, a couple lines, you're mm -hmm. done. Yeah. But again, I'm no expert. I have one single black line tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nor am I, just because I have 
three. They're not exactly complicated ones either. Well, they're just sort of my cherry blossom one. There's a lot of shading in the original one. Rip to the original one. <laughs> it's still in there. I was thinking about that in the shower earlier. I was like, I still have it. It's just covered with more ink now. Yeah. It's just layers of ink in my skin. It's fine. Um, and I am worse because we are recording this on... Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's in two days. It's in two days. It's, it's in what two, is? It's in two days. The ghost ritual is in two days. I've never been more insane in my life. I didn't know it was coming up. That's great. Would you like to describe to anybody just like the hell that you have been experiencing hanging out with me this close to something that I am this feral about? I mean, to, to describe... The last couple of days, so a lot of hearing ghost music. Um, I don't think there's. Oh no! I was gonna say I don't think there's ever been a moment where you haven't been wearing ghost stuff, but you didn't wear ghost to bed last night. No, I didn't. You had Jenny stuff on. Uh, I assume that probably the black lipstick and the the contact are in anticipation, right? Kind I mean, yes, but I also again up. just like dressing in ways that make yeah. people stare at me. But also working on all your little projects to put in the gift bag to give to the band. And how many pages was that letter you wrote today? Uh, four. Four pages, handwritten. Yep. Yeah. Although I didn't write on the back of the pages because they oh, okay. kind of bleed through. So, like, yeah. there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, maybe makes it marginally more normal, but mm, by okay. how much? You've also shown me many memes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of explaining those memes. <laughs> well, I mean... At least, like, at this point, I've heard you talk about certain things so many times that when you mention, like, the names of the ghouls, I just know what you're talking about. Like... I've won. <laughs> <laughs> like, you were talking about Mountain and Aurora earlier, and I'm like, well, I know who those two are, because you've talked about them before. Being friends with me <laughs> is its own form of hell. And what's nice is... Nice isn't the right word. Interesting is... <laughs> That I do not listen to them. I've only ever heard them when you have been playing them. And yet, I know a lot of the words to a lot of the songs, and I can name so many of the name of schools. I'm and sorry. Even, and even names of the songs, because you just played Square Hammer in the car, and now that's stuck in my head. I mean, that's not a particularly complicated name. If you could name the second track on Infestisubom from memory right now, I would be, like, scared. Well, no, because I haven't listened to a whole album, like, beginning to end to know the order of songs or anything. Oh, uh, well then, fuck, there's no way I can hint to you this name because you wouldn't know it anyway, but, um, <laughs> like, if you, like, knew, like, Pera Spera Ad Inferi off the top of your head, then I'd be afraid of, like, what I had done. Yeah. No, but I mean, the fact that I, again, I don't listen to them, but I can sing along to some of their songs that I liked. Okay, well, the Marianne Cross thing isn't surprising. Yeah. Because that was everywhere. But not for me. Have we gone over that? I didn't know that that didn't, like, show up. I thought that was, like, everybody. No. Because that's why they kind of blew up. No. Huh. I only ever heard it from you. And you went for, for the longest time at first, because I hadn't paid close attention to it. I thought it was a song about somebody named Mariana. No. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Until I saw the name of the song at once and I was like, oh, uh, Mary on a. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Um, That's been I make my friends suffer. <laughs> and I don't even try to, is the worst part. I think you should be proud that I have not talked nonstop about Ragnar. I want you to, though. I want... I don't want to feel like I am just being <laughs> super annoying to you and then not, like, giving you the same courtesy of letting you, like, just <laughs> hyperfixate an info dump at me. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because I'm so tired and everything from Ragnar, but, yeah. And then I have another one coming up in three and a half weeks, and so I've been, like, all day looking up, like, tents and warmer sleeping bags. I'm, I'm like kind of begging you to info dump at me, <laughs> so I stop feeling guilty. Bought a new pair of trail running shoes today, so I'm getting worse because I'm getting deeper into that, you know, like, I'm just gonna be doing this all the time now. Are you gonna become one of those people who, like, tries to do one in, like, every state? Well, there's 28 total Ragnars. Oh, so are you gonna be one of the people who tries to do every single one? That would be very expensive. It would be nice. I'm gonna try to do as many as I can. Cause you know, they're all over the country. Well, I mean, yeah, like, I'm would like, not like in a year, like over the course of your lifetime. Yeah. I'd like to do Trail Zion, that's the original one, and it's at like the Ponderosa Resort in Utah. That's like an actual resort. Yeah, so I'd like to do as many of them as I can, and then, you know, eventually get my Ragnar tattoo. Hell yeah. <laughs> we become worse every day. I did tell you a story about almost getting bitten by a rattlesnake. Yeah, that was what that one. I was gonna say kind of fun, but like, no, it wasn't. You know, it was a weird thing because, you know, obviously terrified because <laughs> it could have killed me. But at the same time, I was like, oh my god, a rattlesnake. Yeah. You know? Like, I've never seen one just in wild like that. Probably seen one in a zoo at some point. Like, Probably. no that specific is, memory. That but... is kind of nuts, though, actually. Yeah. I don't. Hmm. To have actually seen one in person. The part of I was like, man, I wish you were deadly. I would like to look at you closer. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I probably again. I've probably seen one at a zoo when I was like a little kid, but I haven't been to a zoo since I was a little kid. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think the last time I went to a zoo, I was like eight. Huh. I go to zoos all the time. We have a little zoo in, in Rochester, Seneca Park. Visit that. It's a fun little, little day trip. Oh my god, hell on yeah. a day trip. It's like 20 minutes away. No, but I want to do that. That sounds like a fun yeah. afternoon. They do a, every year they, in the summer, they just had it a few weeks ago, they do a 5k race that goes through the zoo called the Jungle Jog. What? Yeah. That's so fun. The, the people that run it get free admission to the zoo that day, so that's why I hung out there. Like, and just, I like to watch the, like, um, the otters, you know? Oh. And uh, what's, what's the other one? They're like a similar thing. They got the fins. Seals. Sea lions. Sea lions, that's it. <laughs> I was like, a sea something? Yeah. I, I spent a lot of time watching them. That was a good time. That's, wait, that sounds so fun. Now I want to do that. Yeah. I do love a good zoo. Um, and Reptiworld. I was just at Reptiworld. And that's technically a Which I also want to go to. That sounds like a great time. The burbs. We're just gonna hang out with those burbs. I mean, it's like a two and a half hour drive, but you know, worth it. Or we could go two and a half hours the other way to Toronto. So there's, there's options. Yeah, man, I'm. I think the last time I went to the zoo was probably when my family still used to go down to Florida. Mm. Man, it's been a while. I went to the San Diego Zoo several years ago. It's a nice zoo. Oh, I believe it. 
been a hot minute. Yeah, so I don't, like, I can't even, like, yeah, maybe I saw a rattlesnake in a zoo at some point. Yeah, yeah, I have no specific memory. And honestly, I was just at Lefty World, what was that, like, three weeks ago? I can't remember if there was a rattlesnake there or not. There were a lot of snakes I looked at. There might have been one. It's possible. Huh. Yeah. But, you know, just saw one a few days ago, so. Again, as dangerous as that sounds, I feel like it's also probably, like, it's kind of cool. I know. I want to see the Oh, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> and I heard it, and that sound haunts me now. Which, like, again, so valid, but also, it, it's kind of cool. Because even if I had seen one in a zoo, I wouldn't have heard it rattle, you know, it'd just be hanging out there. So I've only ever heard the rattling on TV, so hearing it, like, you know, this close to me. See, now as soon, as, watching we're, as, soon as we're done, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it. <laughs> the wonders of the internet. I'm pretty sure it was a timber rattlesnake, because I tried to look up pictures. I mean, obviously I didn't get to look at it for an extended time, but that's the closest I could find that hmm. are native to that area. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, fresh off of a near-death experience... Yeah, I said something about being one foot from death, and somebody on the team was like, oh, that could be our teammate next year. That's kind of <laughs> one fun. Foot from death. I kind of like that. I think you should go with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it was either that or because bagels. That's either it. one, just because bagels. And, you know, next year, you can report back to us <laughs> what it is. All right, I think that's going to bring us to yeah. the end for today. As always, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we'll be back again next week, probably to talk about next door. Yeah. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch and Facebook, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.